I'm Emily Hirsch, and this is the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Attention innovators, influencers, creators, and game-changing entrepreneurs, your internet domination begins right here. We are the powerhouse marketers that you've been looking for. You're already making waves in your industry, and we're here to help amplify those waves of change by creating a connection that cuts through the noise. We take everything you've built inside your zone of genius and find its audience. With killer strategy and laser eye for impact, we launch multi-million dollar campaigns and skyrocket your reach online. And now we are doing the unheard of. We're unveiling everything we've learned, taking you behind the scenes with the Hirsch Marketing Team and giving away the secrets to our clients' success. Stay tuned for top converting strategy, ROI reports, and insider knowledge that you won't find anywhere else. You're changing the world and we're the team to help. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I am excited today, and here's why. Because I looked at the weather forecast, and there is an 80-degree day 10 days away. (laughs) So I'm so excited that fall is almost here. And for those of you guys who know me and follow me, like I have a hard time. I love Austin. Moved from California about almost two years ago. So this is our second summer here. I love Austin all the times of the year except for June till September sometimes through September last year there was some hot days in September so we'll see but I have a hard time in the heat which is why I leave for California as much as I can in the summer and I'm so excited when it starts it's raining today even though it's like really humid and still 90 degrees outside but it just feels like fall is coming and I'm excited for that so hope you are all doing amazing and today's episode we're going to dive into the Hirsch Process Lead Generation Strategy and Step, which is the third step of the Hirsch Process. We've been really theming the last month on the podcast and our social media and our content to really walk you through on a deep level of our um, Hirsch Process and go through like themed each week the different steps. Um, So if you haven't noticed, that's what we're doing. We're not doing it super obvious by saying like step three of the Hirsch Process, but more creating content around each step. So creating content around lead generation. And before we created content around brand awareness and visibility, and we created content around setting your goals and your ad goals and and your budget and all of that. So if you haven't gone back and listened throughout the past month, you will kind of notice that if you do. And, um, Today, I want to dive into just maximizing your lead generation, maximizing your campaigns and your strategy, maybe some things that you haven't thought about around it, and just see kind of where you might find some gaps and what speaks to you. So lead generation, if you don't know what it is, I'm sure a lot of you guys listening do know, but is where you are getting your email leads um, into usually the top of your funnel. So it typically looks looks like having a webinar or a challenge or an opt-in, like a lead magnet, um, a video series, something that somebody's signing up for with value with their name and email address and they're kind of entering the top of your funnel, entering the beginning of your customer journey and experience that's going to take them to your offer. So if you are in the physical product space, this will look a lot different for you because your first offer is actually a sale. So if you're selling a physical product in e-commerce or if you have a self-liquidating offer funnel where that first thing is an actual purchase of a lower priced product, then you won't spend a lot of time 
in this lead generation phase. There are definitely strategies that you can implement if you're in that space. But if you are selling a digital product or service, so you have an online course, if you have an, a digital service, if you're trying to get even applications to go to a very high level service that you sell on a call, whatever you're doing to um, get people into that digital product, digital service that's really above $100, then you will spend 80 to 90% of your ad budget in this lead generation phase because you have to get all those leads in to bring them on the customer journey and the experience and then hopefully sell them. And that's the main goal to your offer and you create this experience that leads them nicely from the lead generation to the offer. If you are in an e-commerce physical product or a self-liquidating offer funnel where you're leading with the product and the first step of your funnel is the actual product and they're going add to buying, you'd probably only spend five to 10% of your budget here. Um, if anything, like you might not even start with any of your budget here depending on what your budget is. So you won't spend a lot of that, but I and I will talk about a few strategies if you're in that industry um, in, a, in a bit on this episode. So how do we set ourselves up for lead generation success? The first piece is something that you might not guess, but also is very in alignment with everything I talk about on here. And that is have goals around the lead generation so that you know going into it exactly how many leads you need and how much you can pay and want to pay per lead to accomplish your sales goals. So before you start any lead gen ads, you have to go back and make sure you understand how many leads per month is kind of a good metric to look at that I want to add to my list. What's the cost per lead I'm going to pay or I want to pay as a goal to accomplish those leads and then that will give you a budget. And those leads should be based on your sales goals. So an easy example is if you think you'll convert 1% of all your leads to your $1,000 course, then every sale you want to get, you would need 100 leads. And so if you're going to pay $5 a lead, you're going to pay $500 to make that $1,000. I'm just throwing numbers out there. You might convert 3% of all of your leads you might convert 2% of them. You might pay $4 a lead. You might pay $7 a lead. So you have to work around that. But before you start your lead gen campaign, go into it knowing how many leads am I trying to get? What am I trying to pay cost per lead? Because that will make it so you can optimize your ads. So you know what your daily budget should be with your ads and you know how to take action and what you need to do to take action. All right, the next thing to having lead generation success, and this is probably one of the most important pieces and is a core piece of the Hirsch process and this step in the Hirsch process is making sure that you customize your lead generation strategy to be the exact experience your audience needs to becoming a paying customer. So here is what's so important. When you're creating a lead gen strategy, when you are deciding to go the route of having a webinar or having a lead magnet or having a uh, video series, whatever it is, you're creating that with the piece in mind that your goal is to sell to those leads, is to get sales from those leads and ultimately convert them into your offer. So it's really important that when you create your lead generation strategy from the actual like vehicle, like is it a webinar or a video series or whatever that is from that, but also the content in it and that it really flows as that 
strategy, whatever they're signing up for, is showing them, showing the lead what they need and your product is what they need. And so you are creating that almost like eye-opening kind of awareness around here's where you're at. I know you and you know here's why in speaking their language around like what they're struggling with, what they're frustrated about, what they're stuck with, and then here's what they need and opening their eyes to kind of the path to receiving that. So an example would be, here's an example of ours, right? So my webinar. I know that my audience wants a successful marketing strategy, sales. They want to grow their business. They want to make more money. And they understand the vehicle to do that is Facebook ads. But they're overwhelmed from all the options for strategy and what they should do and how to implement the Facebook ads and how to actually execute it. And so they have that overwhelm. So I speak to that overwhelm. I speak to that frustration. I speak to what they need and their hopes and their dreams. And I make it so they realize what they what they need. And the next step for them is the Hirsch process implemented in their marketing and in their business. And then we do it for them. So there's a direct connection with whatever I do from lead magnets to my private podcast series to my webinar where it goes from that content to my offer and it lines it up perfectly for me. It tees it up so that it's a no question, you know, decision when it comes time for me to pitch them. And so the most important piece of your lead generation strategy is that you've customized the way it's set up for your audience. So here's the mistake that a lot of people make is they will follow somebody or go in a course or some sort of um, training where they in that training they're teaching you know here is how you go get the leads and here's your here's your headline template and the way that you set up your webinar and the way you do this and they're teaching it all and that's great but what they're normally teaching 95% of the time is what worked for that individual with that individual's audience that individual's offer that business has a very unique, every business has a unique kind of offer, angle, and product they're selling and the way that you have to position that product. And so when you go and you, I feel like the word cookie cutter is like, people are like, why don't you use cookie cutter templates? It's like, well, wait, do you though? Because have you looked at your strategy and your funnel and really asked yourself, is this different than what my competitors are doing? Is this actually going to attract my not only attract my leads but then be the perfect stepping stone to convert them to sales or do I need to customize or change something to make it accomplish that goal and I think that sometimes we take we get wrapped up because marketing is overwhelming people get wrapped up in not copying but taking a template or taking a format or a strategy and trying to replicate it to a T and they start ignoring kind of the feelings of like, wait a second, this doesn't feel like me. This doesn't feel like my brand. I'm going to give you guys an example. This just happened. It just came to me as I'm saying this. So because I almost do this. So I want you guys to understand like you're probably doing this sometimes because we do it without realizing it. So next month we're launching, uh, we're doing a big launch for Ignite. And we are right now in the process of, I'm going to be recording the videos. Um, we're, we're creating all the content. So I'm going through the process of creating that lead generation strategy 
and tr- and making sure that the content really lines people up for the sale and resonates with them and is valuable, represents my brand, but also speaks to my customers' frustrations and overwhelm and their dreams, the current state that they're in, and then what the answer is for them moving forward. And last week I was working on this script and so I actually did have a template for the script because doing video series, I mean, there's so many templates out there that are all really based around the same thing, which Jeff Walker came up with the original um, format and it still works the way they the way they lay it out. So it's like talks about the objection, objections and dreams comes true and it really like speaks to your audience. So I was going through um, and creating this this script and it's very scripted and it's very it's very templated because that's the only way that individuals could sell the script or give it to their students. You've got to have some sort of template. I understand that. But as I was creating it, I was like, this is, doesn't sound like me. Like these pieces, some of these pieces in here just either feel like fluff or they just, they're not what I would say. And it might be what worked for this person teaching it, but this is not my brand. And then also I kind of, for a second, for a couple of days, got wrapped up in this idea that like I need to have this really fun theme to go with my video series. So I was, you know, going down the path of like, should we call it a boot camp and have all these analogies around fitness or like trying to come up with a theme, right? So I got on a meeting with my team, my marketing team and uh, branding and our copywriter was on there, creative director, and I'm talking through it like, okay, what should we, you know, what should we do? Let's figure out the themes. Let's flesh this out. And actually one of my team members said, you know, we can do a fun theme if that's what you want to do. And like, I'll totally support with that. And of course do it. But I just want to share when I look at your brand, Emily, I don't really associate like a silly fun theme with your brand. I associate strong, confident, expert, you know, get to the point, give a ton of value, you know, don't fluff it with this silliness because you're filling it with valuable content. So I'm not sure if you want to go the route of the silly theme. And I was like, oh my gosh, like she's so right. I didn't even, I was so caught up. I'm like, I've got to have a silly theme because then people will pay attention to it and it will be more fun and like engaging. But the more I thought about it, I realized, first of all, she's right. That is my brand. I'm not a very like silly clowny person like I just don't do that naturally so that's why it was feeling so hard and stuck for me to come up with what we should do because I'm more about let me give you so much value that this you know changes your life and your business over the next week versus let me be really silly and have fun with you like that's just not really my brand and my personality but I was caught up on trying to like do something else because I for some reason had it in my head that's what I had to do the second thing is I was like wait a second If I do a really silly, funny theme, then I'm going to be attracting people to this video series for for the wrong reasons almost. Like, yeah, they might be there for the content. I don't want to attract people just because it's a silly, fun thing for them to participate in. I want to attract people who want to go through the content and implement it in their business and see results because that's my buyer. So I almost went down the wrong path because I had it in my head. Like that's how I was going to get people to pay attention. And that's what like the you know the successful video series launch people are doing and I was like wait a second though no this is not for my audience this is not me and I had to backtrack and go back in and make those templates and the structure my own 
Do you have an awesome blog post, podcast, or video you've created? Now it's time to monetize those assets by turning them into simple engagement ads that will grow your warm audience with my free training on creating an engagement ad. This step-by-step training is so clear and simple, anyone can use it to set up an engagement ad today. You can get access to this training instantly at hirschmarketing.com engagement. Even if you don't have a funnel in place right now, you can and should still leverage the power of engagement ads. Apply what I show you in this video and you can have an ad live in 30 minutes or less. Get access now at hirschmarketing.com engagement. So what I'm trying to say is with your lead generation, it is so critical that you customize the experience and the content so that it perfectly lines up your offer feels on brand for you and something that you would do. If you're if you're creating something ever where you're like, this is so hard for me to create because I'm feeling so stuck, like I can't come up with what to say and I can't, I don't know what to write and I don't know what to do. It's not the right thing. Because when you create something for your audience that's true to your knowledge and your expertise and how you show up in your brand, it should honestly feel easy. And that was like the problem. And as soon as I got rid of that, I was like, okay, this is easy. And it just flowed out of me. I wrote the scripts. I changed them around. I mean, it wasn't like easy to write the scripts. They're long. But it just like it was I was unstuck from it. And I was trying, I was overthinking it, trying to to mold something to not my real brand. And so that was really eye-opening for me. And I know that other people go through that all the time. So make sure to customize your lead generation strategy. The next tip for maximizing your lead generation is to make sure that you create nurturing and trust building within the lead generation phase. So make sure that whatever you're creating, whether it's um, an automated funnel or an evergreen or is automated funnel or a live launch, whatever it is that you're not 100% solely focused on just getting the leads in the door but that you're also considering what happens after those leads in the door. How do you continue to nurture them? How do you continue to build relationships with them? How do you continue to, you know, grow that relationship so that maybe they don't buy this time around or immediately after you're watching your webinar, but they buy in a few months from now or even a year from now. And so make sure you kind of flesh that out and you have a completed lead generation phase where you're thinking about the nurture sequence they should go through and then the regular emails they should receive after that and how you can kind of maximize on those leads that you're already most likely paying for. Next week, I'm actually going to walk you guys through a bunch of different nurture strategies that you can do. And we have a new um, opt-in, which is a swipe file for nurture series. So make sure to tune into next week's podcast for that. But right now I want to make sure you guys know that part of the lead generation phase is nurturing those leads because until they reach the sale, until they reach the offer and like pitching the offer to them, they should be in lead gen and nurture relationship building, warming the audience up. Okay. So that's super important. Now, If you are in the e-commerce space, I want to just touch on this quickly because I don't want you guys to feel left out because you can do some form of lead generation within the physical product and e-commerce space. So most of your budget within the physical product space should be focused on driving straight to that product. But you can also have and you should have newsletter coupons that they can sign up for, get 25% off or... um, 
different incentives around a sale. Now, if you do have an e-commerce product that some sort of opt-in could go really well with, for example, if you sell stuff in the health and wellness industry, you might be able to have an opt-in where you're actually giving your leads some sort of PDF around, I don't even know, like the top 15 superfoods that just came to me, but like something around what you're selling. So think about what you're selling and is there actual like content you can build around that? And then that is, a, you know, an opt-in you could do that then you tie in the email series and the thank you page with your product. Now, if that's not, like if that doesn't line up, if that doesn't make sense, then you can have obviously that coupon code and some sort of taking advantage of a deal that they put their email in to be able to claim. That way, if you grow your leads, you're able to future market to them. So you can send them emails, you can do flash sales, you can nurture them, um, building that trust with the brand, and also you're able to kind of retarget those people too who you get in. So if you're in the e-commerce space and just think through that, I mean, your focus should be selling that main product that you're driving the ads to, but you can always pair and test pairing lead generation to that and even tie the product right on the thank you page or like I said, in and or in the email series. So those are my tips on how to maximize your lead generation. Just a quick recap, make sure you know your goals, make sure you've set your cost per lead number of lead goals and make sure those goals are based off of your sales goals. They're not goals you choose out of nowhere. They should be based off of your sales goals and worked backwards. Then make sure you really customize your lead generation strategy to be taking into consideration your brand, your values, your audience, and your offer that you're actually selling. Don't just create a webinar because everybody's creating a webinar or do a challenge because you've seen a few people do it successfully. Really think through the journey you're trying to take your customer through to go from a lead to a sale and make sure it all aligns and there's no disconnection. And then make sure that you create nurturing for those leads and that that is a part of your strategy. If they don't buy, what happens? And that you've answered that question and really you know, taken them through that and um, completed it and not just left them hanging or sitting on your list because then they will kind of become stale. And if we're paying to get leads, let's maximize the most out of them and connect everything so that we get the sales. So that's how we maximize the lead generation strategy. And like I said, if you are selling some sort of physical or, or sorry, digital product or service, you'll probably spend 80 to 90% of your ad budget here. And then if you are selling a physical product or even a self-liquidating offer product, you'll probably only spend five to 10% of your ad budget here. So thanks so much for listening today, guys. If you want support with your strategy, we are going to be moving into Q4. So start thinking about all of the, the last quarter of the year, your goals. Are you moving forward with your marketing? Do you need support building your funnel, running your ads, planning out your marketing, creating a strategy that will work? following our process, you can go to helpmystrategy.com to see if you qualify to work with Team Hirsch. And I will see you all on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Go behind the scenes of multi-million dollar ad campaigns and strategies, dive deep into the Hirsch process and listen to our most popular episodes over at hirschmarketingunderground.com. If you loved this episode of the podcast, do me a favor and head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives with this content. That's all for now and I'll catch you next time.